Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In last week's episode, we went back to the beginning and took a journey through creation as we discovered that by God's word, he created the land and sea, sky and stars, birds and animals, and man and woman. Today, we're going to learn more about the first man and woman. But before we begin, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been tempted to do something you knew wasn't right? Maybe you knew the right thing to do, but you did the wrong thing instead. How do we know what is right and what is wrong? How do we know what is good and what is bad? As truth seekers, we can be sure that God has shown us in the Bible what is right and wrong, what is true and what is false. Today, we will look at a very important moment after creation when the first man and woman had a choice to obey or disobey God, their creator. The Bible says that God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden. It was the Garden of Eden. What a special place that must have been, God's very own garden. I'm sure it was beautiful with flowers and trees, green grass and flowing rivers. It was a special place. And in the middle of the garden, he placed two trees, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The garden was so special that God chose this garden to place the first man and woman. The Bible says that God had formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being. Can you imagine God reaching down over the first man and breathing life into him as his heart began to beat and as he took his first breath and opened his eyes to see God, his creator, there in front of him. Adam was the name of the first man. The name Adam actually means the earth or the ground because Adam was created from the dust of the earth. It was God's very breath that caused Adam to become a living being. After God created Adam, he gave him the privilege of naming each and every living creature that God had made. As Adam was naming all of the creatures that God had made, he noticed something was missing. He noticed that he was the only one of his kind. There was no other living human like himself. He was the only human being. And Adam, I imagine, might have been a bit lonely. He needed a helper, a friend, a companion. So God caused Adam to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, God took one of Adam's ribs and closed up the place with flesh. Then God made a woman from the very rib of Adam that he had taken out of him while he was sleeping. And God brought her to Adam. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. Adam and Eve lived in the garden. They walked together and talked together. The garden was filled with peace and God's presence. Adam had been given the responsibility of working the garden and taking care of it. 
What a joy that must have been to take care of such a special place. Even God himself would come to the garden and walk and talk with Adam and Eve each day in the cool of the evening. You might think that this is the end of our story, that Adam and Eve lived happily ever after in the Garden of Eden, and I wish I could say that is so. But no, my friends, this is not the end of our story. We must go on if we are to find out what happens next. Do you remember the trees that God had placed in the middle of the garden? The tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Well, God had given Adam one rule in all of the garden. God told Adam that he must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He could eat from any other tree in the garden, but he must not eat from that tree. You see, God had created Adam and Eve with the ability to choose freely. They could either choose to love and obey God or not trust him and disobey. God would not force Adam and Eve's love. He wanted them to choose to love him and to choose to obey him. They had to make the choice. One day, as Eve was walking in the garden, she heard a voice. She heard a voice that she had not heard before. It was not God's voice that she heard. The Bible says that the snake or the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He made his way to Eve and began to talk to her, and as he spoke his words were cunning and sneaky. If I were there I would have shouted, Eve, go, run, don't listen to the serpent, leave him as fast as you can. But sadly she didn't. She stayed, and she stopped, and she listened as the serpent began to speak. Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Eve said, Oh yes, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God said you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. Die? Oh no, said the serpent. You will not surely die. God just said that you can't eat it because he knows that when you do, you will be like him, having all knowledge, knowing good and evil. The serpent was trying to make Eve think that God was keeping something good from her when God was really protecting her. The serpent was trying to get Eve to doubt God and not believe what he said. Now I know that you are smart enough in this story to know that the serpent was lying to Eve. It was the ultimate test. Would Eve obey God or would she listen to the serpent's lies and disobey God? Suddenly Eve saw the fruit of that tree and wanted it. As Eve allowed the serpent's lies to fill her head, she slowly reached out her hand to take the fruit. I know what you are thinking. Don't do it, Eve, don't do it. But as she reached out her hand, she took the fruit and ate it. What about Adam, you say? Where was Adam? The Bible says that Adam was right there with her and that he took the fruit from Eve and ate it too. Instantly, in their moment of disobedience, their eyes were opened and they understood what they had done. 
Shame came upon them, for they knew they had sinned against God. They knew they had done the one thing He had told them not to do. That evening, as God came to walk with them and talk with them in the garden, as He had done so many times before, Adam and Eve were not there. Where do you think they were? Adam and Eve were hiding from God among the trees of the garden. Now I know what you are thinking. Who can hide from God? No one, not even Adam and Eve. And yet God called out to them and said, Where are you? Adam said, I heard you in the garden, and I hid, and I was afraid. Afraid? Did Adam just say that he was afraid? Never before had there been fear in the Garden of Eden. Never before had they had to hide in shame. But sin and disobedience had brought fear into the hearts of Adam and Eve. I can only imagine how God's heart must have broken to find his creation, his beloved man and woman hiding from him in the garden. It was never God's plan for Adam and Eve to feel shame and fear, but they knew they had done something wrong. The serpent had tricked them. As a consequence of their disobedience, the man and the woman, Adam and Eve, were forced to leave the garden. They were no longer allowed to walk freely among the presence of God in the Garden of Eden, or to eat from its trees or swim in its rivers. God knew that if they stayed and ate from the tree of life, they would live forever in a state of sin, and God had a different plan. From that day on, Adam and Eve would have to work hard for their food. Sin had entered the world and things would not be the same. It would be hard and difficult for Adam and Eve. The punishment for sin is very serious. The Bible says the punishment for sin is death. But like I said, God had a plan. And before you think this is the saddest ending of all, don't be discouraged, my friends. This is still not the ending of the story. In fact, it is only the beginning. Even as Eve was reaching out to eat the fruit, God had a plan. God always had a plan. Even as Adam and Eve were leaving their precious Garden of Eden, God had a plan. God would not leave them on their own. He would not leave them hopeless. God in His great love for Adam and Eve covered them in clothing and gave them a promise for the future. A promise that someone would come who would take their punishment for them and reverse the curse of sin and death. A promise that one day in the faraway future, a child born from Eve's offspring would crush the head of the serpent and his sneaky lies and deceitfulness. That someone would be Jesus. Just as Adam and Eve were tempted to disobey God, so we are faced with temptations and choices every day. The Bible says that we all have sinned, every one of us. Adam and Eve weren't the only ones who sinned and disobeyed. The sad news is that sin separates us from God, but the good news is that God still loves us even when we sin and we don't have to hide from Him in shame or fear. The truth is, is that God sent His only Son, Jesus, to be the punishment for our sins so that we don't have to be separated from God. The Bible says in John 3:16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Did you hear that? 
All we have to do is believe that Jesus died for our sins, that he took our punishment, and we will have everlasting life. Would you like to memorize that verse with me this week? For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him will not die, but have everlasting life. If you've never prayed and asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins and come into your heart, you can pray with me right now. Dear Father, I ask you to forgive me of my sins and come and live in my heart. I thank you for sending your only son Jesus to come and die in my place. I thank you that Jesus came and took the punishment for my sins so that I can live with you and not be separated from you. Help me to trust you and obey you and not listen to the lies of the enemy. I choose to believe that you love me. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Well, if you'd like to read this story in your Bible, you can find it in Genesis chapter 2 and 3. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode on Noah and the Ark. Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to sharing more stories from the Bible with you next week.